What's up, guys? Welcome back to Drunk Drawer, the podcast where we talk about just random topics. We also do all these podcasts in a closet with lights off and we're fully naked. Nothing but a smile. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe some socks if it gets cold, but it's annoying hot in here. Um, so Very. Let's uh. just, for this podcast, let's let's lose all of our followers. What do you think about Trump? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> let's not get political or any of that. No. Um, <laughs> but no, I've been, I've been watching... Old TV shows, you know, I've, I mean, I've been watching. I've always watched old TV shows. Friends, That 70s Show, Home Improvement, Whose Lines Anyway, uh, with Drew Carey. Good one, yeah. Um, what has been some of your shows that you've liked to watch back then? Oh, my goodness. Back then to now. Like, you still love watching. You can go back to them and always watch them. Home Improvement. Okay. Family Matters. Saved by the Bell. Of course, That 70s Show. I think I've already mentioned that. Last podcast, maybe? I believe so. Yeah. Um, man, so many good ones back in the day. Mm, I used to watch Cheers. Okay. And I think we talked about before you you not knowing what that was, maybe. I knew or, of it. Of it, yeah. But I couldn't tell you <clears throat> characters, anything like that. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, those are ones I could always watch. Especially that 70s show and Home Improvement. I watched those. A lot. Whenever I can find them on TV, I watch them. Yeah. And I have every season of that 70s show on DVD. <laughs> and still watch it at night on Netflix, so yeah. it is what it is. Just one of those, to me, that never gets old. Yeah. <laughs> Wish I never would have got rid of it. Of course, I mean, I know the 70s was only 10 years, but, you know, it is what it is. They couldn't go past that, brother. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. There were, wasn't there talks about them doing like an 80s show or something like that? I've read some stuff, but I think it was just fan rumor. Gotcha. I don't think it was an actual thing. Not to mention, I mean, everybody from that show is kind of like really far spread out. Yeah. I mean, they're really far. Matter of fact, in, in most, I mean, I don't watch everything on TV, so I don't know if these other people or other characters from that 70s show are in other things, but Wilmer Valderrama, who plays Fez, mm-hmm. is in... NCIS now, I think is what he's in. Really? Pretty sure, yeah. He's he's a regular on there. Um, Didn't he have some Disney Channel show or Nickelodeon show for a little bit? He was on MTV. He did Yo Mama. Do you remember that show, Yo Mama? Uh-uh. All right, well, MTV had a show for a very short period of time called Yo Mama, and they literally had a contest of Yo Mama Joe. Like, they would grab people from different cities, and then they'd go through, like, a gauntlet, and... They'd pick a winner at the end, and he was the host. That's the first thing I saw him in after that 70s show. Gotcha. And then I haven't seen him again since until NCIS, which I do not watch, but I follow him on social media, so that's the only reason I know that. Gotcha. I can go through pretty much everybody and tell you if I've seen him and stuff or not. Um, I mean, Ashton Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher, clearly. And uh, Danny Masterson. Yeah, they were in in The Ranch. Yeah, they were in The Ranch, which was cool. The Ranch was a really good show until, spoiler alert, they killed them off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ashton, of course, not Ashton Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher's still on there. Yeah. But also, I mean, Ashton, Ashton Kutcher was in a bunch of movies. Oh, yeah. And then he was also in um, Two and a Half Men. Yeah. He took over when Charlie Sheen got fired. And then, of course, the girl who played Donna, which I don't remember her name. Her name is Laura Prepon. That was it. Yeah, she's in Orange is New Black. Orange is which New is Black. Which is the only thing I... Now, I'm sure... I think I saw something on her Instagram about her doing something in a play of some sort. Maybe. Don't quote me on that. 
but she's in Orange is the New Black. So you got her in that, of course. Mila Kunis is everywhere. Same thing as Ashton. Yeah, they pretty much went to the movie route. Power couple right there. Um, Danny Masterson, I saw him, who if those of you listening don't know who he is in that 70s show, he plays Hyde. Um, he was in a movie I saw a long time ago, probably around the time they were shooting and, and still filming that 70s show. But it was, I don't remember the name of the movie, but he was giving blood at some like in some like rinky-dink van for money because he needed money. And that's pretty much all I remember. Like I, right. I don't, I didn't finish the movie. Like I didn't enjoy it personally. Yeah. And I was just like, it said Danny Masterson in the info, and I was like, oh cool. And then it turned out to be what it was, and I was yeah. like, oh not cool. Yeah. So he was in that, the ranch. He was in a TV show called Minute Work on TBS for a little while, and it was pretty good. I mean, it could have went longer. I mean, honestly, it wasn't a bad show. Who'd we cover? Uh, Topher Grace played Venom. In one of the Spider-Man movies. Spider-Man 3 with Tobey Maguire. Yep. And he has been... He's in a new one called The Black Klansman, I think is the name of it. Oh, yeah. He was in that. Yeah, he was. He's been in a lot of stuff, but it's like indie stuff. Yeah. Like, not super-duper... I'm, I'm not going to say super-duper popular, because, I mean, it is very popular, but in, like, my scene. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I haven't seen anything that he's been in other than... The Spider-Man movies and that 70s show. Gotcha. I know he does a lot. I mean, I follow pretty much everybody from that 70s show. If they have a Instagram or something, I yeah. keep up with them. But, so he's doing that. Who he play, I mean, he played Eric, so just so everybody knows. Yeah. <laughs> who else is there? Red. Red was in an episode, a few episodes of The Ranch. But he was also, the first time I saw him after that 70s show, was in an episode of House. I was about to say House. He, he was, was in an yep. episode of House. Okay, I'm glad you know that. He was in that and then The Ranch, but that's the only two things I've seen him in outside of that. I yeah, don't House, keep up House with it. was my show, man. I used to watch that show religiously. Yeah, my parents bought all those on DVD, too, mm-hmm. so we were all the time watching House. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, there's Red. And then Kitty. Isn't, yeah, her name is Deborah Jo Rupp. I saw, she's in Friends for a little bit. Yeah, she played Phoebe's sister in law because yeah. she married Phoebe's brother and they yeah. had babies. Well, Phoebe had their babies. Yeah. But you haven't seen Friends. That's a very weird story. Yeah, there. you'd have to you'd have to get into yeah you'd yeah. have to watch that show. <laughs> but um, going back to Red, his name is Kurt Wood Smith. Mm. Just we didn't say his real name, but now as far as Bob, I've not seen Bob. Maybe in an episode of CSI. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Yeah, that could be very false. <laughs> I swear to you, I've seen Bob somewhere, and his name escapes me at the moment. But just give me a second, and it'll come back around. But I don't, I swear I've seen him somewhere and something. We're going to be 15 minutes into this podcast or whatever. And I'm going to, yeah. yeah. Be, oh, it was. Before <laughs> this podcast is over, I will remember his name and I will say it out loud. <laughs> Just to let our listeners know. <laughs> but I haven't seen him in anything that I remember. I swear I did, but I'm not going to go off that because I, I, I could have dreamed it. I don't know. Tanya Roberts, who played Midge. She was an actress before that 70s show, which I know all of them, you know, the older ones were. Yeah. But my parents knew who she was when we first started watching the show. And I was like, well, who's that? And they were like, oh, she was an actress, blah, blah, blah. So she was in stuff more popular back in the day. And then you have, let's see, who else is there? That's about the main. Lori, but she <clears throat> committed suicide. She killed herself. Oh, wow. And that's why they changed Lori's over the years. I was doing some reading on it, and apparently 
they started having issues with her like showing up and being late and then when she was there she was high all the time and she had substance abuse problems whether it be alcohol and drugs from what i was reading and um i think she overdosed damn yeah so that's why they changed Lori's. like i think it was like season five or six i mean it was on up in the seasons but she got replaced damn that's all the mains i mean seth green makes an appearance a few times I hated his character so much. I hated his character, but I love Seth Green. He is hilarious. He cracks me up. Lord. Um, Did you ever watch Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's another one of my shows. You're right. I did not list it. Fresh Prince. Of course, Fresh Prince. That was the Smith, And that takes us back to the Will Smith is the genie. I love Will Smith, and that's that's the main reason. Yeah. Dude did good, man. He he definitely broke. he He was doing music. I believe he was doing music before he got that role, and then that kind of helped his music career and his acting career. Right. And that's so, originally why he did the theme song too, because yeah. he was already an artist. And then that's what. And then eventually he just dropped music, and then yeah. And he still will. Every now and then you'll hear a, you'll see a single come up from him where he just like I'm gonna go in the basement and just I feel like writing a song, and he'll just you know <laughs> go yeah. write one and produce it. And it'll be a whole production, and but yeah, Will Smith is my man. I like Will Smith. I like how that man. I, I like how down to earth he is too. Yeah. To like, if you watch any, like he has this stuff on YouTube now where he's, um, it's called, is it just called Will Smith's Bucket List? I think it is. And he's doing all these things on his bucket list, and he's just videoing it along the way. And it's pretty cool, like skydiving and stuff like that. I haven't watched. I've only watched the skydiving episodes so far. I've been really busy lately. So, but um, but yeah, I like him. He's cool. He, I feel like he'd be extremely fun to hang out with because he's funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? But he's, I don't know, he's Will Smith, you know. Yeah, I mean, we share the same list of shows, you know, Friends, uh, Home Improvement, Who's Line, Fresh Prince, all of them. But now what about bands from back in the day? Uh, Which ones? Like, you mean ones that aren't on popular radio nowadays or just ones that we still listen to and consider the classics? Uh, why not both? Well, I mean, everybody knows the classics. At least has heard of them, hopefully. <laughs> I, I, I mean, arguably some people in this, you know, newer generation would say oh, no. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, if it's not Bieber, I don't know what it is. <laughs> no, I'm talking like... Is that an instrument? Because the only instrument I know people play is a MacBook. Right, I know. <laughs> No insult to DJs or anything like that. Love their music, but not an instrument. <laughs> uh, you know, if you're a DJ, it's, it's you like still mayonnaise. create music, but you're not using an instrument. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I've created songs with a MacBook. You know what I mean? But I also play guitar yeah. <laughs> and drums and other stuff. But, but anyway, um, classics for me that'll never die and never go away. Clearly, Metallica. I'm just gonna throw that out there because, I mean, I do have. A tattoo of theirs in my skin now. Yeah. So, Metallica could be my number one. ACDC. I don't like Led Zeppelin, and I know I'm going to catch hate for that at some point in our <laughs> in our career as podcasters and YouTubers. Yeah. I'm not a Led Zeppelin fan. If you are, that's awesome. You know, I know they're very popular back in the day. Jimmy Page is an amazing guitarist. Just don't like Robert Plant. Let's, let's add some hate. You also don't like what? The Rolling Stones? <laughs> Not a huge fan of the Rolling yeah. Stones, yeah. But but there's that one song, though, that I listen to. 
<laughs> End of story. That's it. What's that one? I don't remember the name of it. <laughs> That's how much I don't listen to them. And there's no offense. It's just not my style. Yeah. Same way with the Beatles. I mean, I know they're great artists. They're great writers. All this stuff, but I just never got into them. That this was too is, slow. This is where we lose half our audience. I know, least, I know, right? Because I'm not a fan of the Beatles either, man. I got you. I just... Well, it's personal opinion. I yeah. mean, everyone, we can't please everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just because I don't listen to them doesn't mean I hate them and hate you for listening to yeah. them, you know? Because, I, I mean, mean like that's I true, said, though. But no, right, I'm just kidding. I mean, yeah, I'm just no. kidding. <laughs> um, they're great writers. They make great musically, you know what I mean? They created a whole bunch of stuff and opened a bunch of doors for this and that. Just not my style. Yeah. Too slow of a genre for me. I like a little bit more, you know, because when I was like 12, my uncle introduced me to Metallica. You know what I mean? I didn't even know. The, I, I had heard of the Beatles when I was 12. Yeah. But I didn't. He actually gave me a Metallica CD. So from 12 until now, you know what I mean? That's what I, my base, yeah. so to speak. So, I mean, I'm a little... I'm 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 considered a uh, a rocker, I guess you could say. Yeah, I like it. I like it pretty heavy, like your mama. <laughs> <laughs> so that so you said bands that are technically still performing today. Mm-hmm. So about bands back then that are not performing anymore. <clears throat> I don't know that I listen to any of them that aren't performing anymore. I know ACDC. I think is doing a farewell thing. I think they're fixing to retire. So that would be, I guess, on the list. Metallica still going strong. I don't know. It's a good question. I don't know of any that I used to listen to that don't. All right, well, we don't have a good radio station here in Georgia. No. As far as new current music, we have two classic rock stations, one alternative station that you have you can only get if you're on your way to Atlanta from south, you know, from where, you know, cuz we're south of Atlanta. Yeah. So, the closer you get to Atlanta, you can hear an alternative station, but that's it. Yeah. Like two classics, one alternative, nothing current. That's it. So as far as bands that I haven't heard in years and I don't know if they're still doing anything, I would say Good Charlotte. Okay. Because I literally haven't heard anything from them since Joel was dating Hillary Duff. <laughs> Which is their lead guitar player and yeah. singer and, you know, Hillary Duff, of course. But I haven't heard of them. Blink one eighty two, haven't heard anything from them in forever. Um, Jimmy Eat World, don't know what they're doing. I would say bands like My Chemical Romance. Haven't heard anything from them in years. Right. I don't know, man. It's hard. It's kind of a just bands like that. Bands that have all those like hit songs that you were that you everybody jammed to like early two thousands. You know what I mean? Literally haven't heard Hawthorne Heights. Ohio is for lovers. Do you remember that song? Mm, Hawthorne Heights sounds familiar, but. Ohio is for lovers does not. Once you heard the song, you'd probably remember it. Probably. It's just one of those songs. Got you. But I don't. I don't know anything. I, I, I literally have to Google things about bands if I want to make sure that they're still a band. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like we don't even get like new Breaking Benjamin, new Five Finger Death Punch, new anything. We don't get any of that nowadays unless I Google it or YouTube it. Like yeah. if one of my bands that I listen to comes out with something new or a new video or a new song or they do a cover. I have to hear about it through YouTube because we don't hear it on the radio. Yeah. That makes me very ill in Atlanta. I mean, I personally don't listen to the radio at all anymore. Ooh, look at me. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, just with Spotify, man, you just... Now, of course, you do have to know. I mean, there are stations you can create, radio stations and all that. But other than that, I mean, I just got a couple bands, got a playlist lined up, repeat. I mean, now I've gotten into podcasts, listening to podcasts, you know, stuff like that, so... 
I just don't listen to radio that often. You know? I hear you. I'm, I don't know. I'm kind of a mix, I guess, because I stream and I listen to Spotify when I want to listen to one of the some of the 1,200 songs I have in my one playlist. <laughs> you know what I mean? To get what I know I like. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But I still, every now and then, don't feel like skipping through ones I don't feel like listening to, and I'll just turn on the radio because I know they're playing classics. And it's good to have a variety and maybe catch ones that I don't have on my playlist yeah. that, that aren't my favorites, so I didn't download them. But when they come on the radio, I'll give it a listen. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's kind of how I do it. So like it comes, I'm like, oh yeah, I listen to it, but I don't really want it to play all the time in my, you know, at work or through my yeah. Bluetooth speaker. I got you. That's just kind of how it works for me. Now going back to sitcoms, you know, the old TV shows that we used to watch a lot. Why do you think that there is no Okay, what, would you agree that there's no good sitcoms today? I would agree to that right now, with the exception of one that I enjoy right now. Now, that being said, like I said, I don't watch everything on TV. So if I miss some, I'm just going off of what I've seen. Yeah. So, Last Man Standing has Tim Allen in it, just like Home Improvement. It has kind of the same feel as Home Improvement. Yeah. But that's the only one that is current that... I could think of that's any good. Yeah. I mean, you have a lot of ones nowadays that are just trying way too hard. The characters are really annoying. No offense, because I know this is a huge audience, and I might I might get some hate for this, but The Big Bang Theory is one of the worst shows I've ever seen in my <laughs> entire life. I am not a fan of that, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Here's another sitcom. This all ties back to this old sitcom that we used to watch, or that I used to watch, Roseanne. Okay. Okay. David uh-huh. from Roseanne. Yeah, he was there. Now plays, I don't know his name. Leonard? Leonard, yes. yes. But he changed his voice to sound nerdy, and it absolutely drives me insane <laughs> to look at him and listen to him yeah. with that voice, knowing that he doesn't sound like that, you know? So it just kind of drives me crazy. That and Sheldon makes me want to, you know, choke him to death. So See, now I personally don't mind Big Bang Theory. Now, I've... I watched it, a, not so religiously, but I watched it a good bit up until a few seasons in, and then I dropped off. But I could definitely understand your point of view of being just annoyed. But that kind of rolls into the next question of, what do you think, why don't you think there's any good sitcoms today? Let's take Last Man Standing out of it. But why are there, like, there is no good sitcoms, Why? I have my answer to why I think, but I want to hear yours. I honestly think that... I'm not saying that everything out there nowadays sucks. There are... I'm sure there's some good ones out there. Yeah. Like I said, um, Scrubs. I love Scrubs, but it's not current. Yeah. So that kind of doesn't tie in. But I honestly think because everything's been done, I think is one reason. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I say everything as far as I don't know of anything that you can come up with that hasn't at least been tried once. Yeah. Not so much, and maybe not in a huge light where a lot of people maybe, you know, didn't see it, but I feel like they have to, they're struggling more nowadays to come up with something original because there's been so many sitcoms that came out, even for a short one, two seasons, yeah. and then went away, and, you know, they don't want to copycat. And I feel like they always feel like there has to be, like, an outrageous character, which is, you have to have comedic relief if it's more serious, but some of these ones are just really frustrating to watch. <laughs> and what do you mean as far as outrageous? Like, there is... There's a show called Two Broke Girls. Okay. It's on CW. 
and there is a female character in that show, and it's a lady that I've seen in a million movies, and I literally do not know her name, but she changes her voice clearly. I know what she sounds like when she actually speaks, but she just does this nasally, most annoying, and just the thing she says and the way she... It's almost like she's trying to act badly. Yeah. And it is so... Fr- like, I literally cannot watch that show <laughs> because I'm just like, okay, if I hear her talk anymore, I'm going to go, you know, bash this wall in. And so, I mean, it's just... It's frustrating. I gotcha. So that, as far as an outrage, like Fizz, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. More of a... On the, on the crazier side of a character, you know what I mean? Like, he's the one that is awkward and hides in closets and stuff like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I feel like they try too hard with that sometimes to make them so outrageous that it takes away from what they could have put more work into the rest of the show. See, now I could kind of uh, agree with that to a point about how everything kind of seems to be have been done. Um, my main thing that I think, and now again, like we've mentioned, I think the last podcast, we know everything, we're always right. You know, this is our opinion. Right. <laughs> uh, but no, we don't know everything. This is just my opinion on things. But as far as I feel like with today's sitcoms, they can get away with saying a lot more, which takes away from good comedy or good stories. Right. Because, I mean, and the same thing with like we talked about with music the other day, more in your car. You know, songs back in the day had to work around the concept of, let's say, if they were trying to do something sexual in a song, talk about it or something, they had to kind of create the story and beat around the bush to get there. Right. Same with TV shows. If they wanted to, like with Friends specifically, if they wanted to talk about having sex with someone, they would say slept together they would they wouldn't just go out and say it mm-hmm. with tv shows now it'd be like oh yeah i mean i don't know how i mean they wouldn't drop an f-bomb but they would say come out oh yeah we had sex or it was something like they would just be more edgy with it right and i feel like that takes away some of the humor as far as trying to just go around the way like go around about it you right know? and when you cut straight to it it cuts out having to create content to explain it. Yeah. And I, th- I agree with you on that because it takes away, literally, from you having to, all right, well, we can't come out and say it, so what's a creative way? So it takes out the creativity, yeah. which in turn gives you poor content. Yeah. So I think that's where we're losing TV. And some, not, like I said, not every show. Yeah. I mean, you still have, it's not a sitcom. But you still have these, like, NCIS, you know, and all these are great writers, great stories, blah, blah, blah. But as far as the sitcoms go, I just feel like if they would crack down on the censorship again, instead of letting everything be okay, yeah. and just everybody be okay with this nowadays, that it would make for better TV as far as sitcoms. 100%. Because, I mean, like, like you said, having to create a story around the issue or the problem or the situation at hand, and you're just going straight to it. Okay, well then you just wrote a 30-minute episode in 10 minutes. Right. And now you're going to stretch it out to 30 minutes so you can get those viewers, mm-hmm. plug ads, commercials, and make money. Right. Irritating. All right, good example. And Friends, when they wanted to give each other the bird, mm-hmm. they came up with the whole hand gesture. Where yeah. They bumped their two fists together. That was 
being creative, not only for the writers, but if the group of friends was real and they were trying to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that made for good TV though, because it was, it was comedic. Yeah. So like they were in the restaurant, they they didn't want to flip each other off or something across the coffee shop. So they're just like, you know, and they yeah. just did their thing and the other person knew what they were talking about. And that was funny. That drew me in as far as, uh, well, I know what they mean. Yeah. They didn't just come out and be flipping everybody the bird and kids <laughs> yeah. being like, oh, mommy, what's this? Oh, what's this? You know, yeah. oh, look, I can do that too. You know, so. Uh, and then added that comedic that. timing for like later episodes. Like they've already established this is the middle finger, middle finger symbol. In the other episodes, you might forget about it. You might have seen it in a couple episodes. Right. One of the characters gets mad, does it, and you start laughing again. It's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, shit. I forgot that was funny. That. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm down. I mean, and. Nowadays, the censorship is so loose. Mm-hmm. Like when we were talking about last week with the whole love thing being loose and diluted. Yeah. I think our censorship is diluted. And I mean, it's okay to have adult content. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, we're adults. We talk, We can talk about stuff that's nasty yeah. if we want to. But there's a right time and a wrong time, I think. And in commercials now, the way commercials are so loose and everything, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, I have a two-year-old son... And I have to be careful, even if he's on Nickelodeon, because they don't pay for all their, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're not in control of what commercials go on through your TV up until they come, you know, up until the point where they come back on. So, he could be watching Nicktoons or Spongebob and a Trojan commercial come on, and they're sitting there talking about putting a freaking condom on a damn Mm -hmm. banana and talking about pleasure this and pleasure that. And, you know, all this, because their commercials are getting pretty edgy. Yeah. And my freaking two-year-old's sitting there watching it. And I, I mean, I can't control the commercials, or I can't be in there and make sure. I can't watch every single commercial, you know, if I'm folding clothes or something like that, and he's in there watching TV. Yeah. I can't control that. So, you know, I mean, I know I'm sure it's a debate between certain people and certain people, but there's a, like I said, time and a place, like, when they're old enough to stay up late enough to see the commercials that used to come on at, yeah. late at night when adults should have been up and children should have been asleep, then they'll be old enough to stay up and watch those. You know what I'm saying? They'll, yeah. Those commercials will be okay. When they're old enough to understand the questions that they're going to ask their parents. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, did you ever see... Um, Girls Gone Wild? Yes. I saw a lot of those commercials <laughs> no, back in the day. Like on Cartoon oh. Network at a certain point at night, I think it was like maybe 11, 11.30... It would change to adult, adult swim. swim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they would have that weird commercial for like, all right, all the kids get out of the pool. It's time for a, a, and it had like that weird pool kind yep. of like intro. Yep. And then you knew it was about to get weird as shit. And it did. <laughs> and it did. But it was after kids should have been asleep, yeah. so to speak. So I don't know. It's crazy that we're letting things get so loose. You know what yeah. I mean? And 10-year-old kids are... You know, having sex and all kinds of it's just crazy. Weird. Everything man. is just progressive. So, you know, just, oh my God, so fast. Seriously. I mean, I'm a little old school, yeah, but I don't care how new school you are and how, you know, up to with the times that you are or whatever. There's, there's still stuff. I mean, there's still wrong and right. Yeah. And adults need to, adults nowadays need to know the difference. Yeah. But that's just my thoughts on it. I think the censorship could tighten up a little bit on commercials, especially. You know what I mean? Or on yeah. certain channels. Like, my kids, not my two year old son's not going to be watching Spike TV. Put those commercials on Spike TV <laughs> where you have, you know, 20 to 60 year old guys yeah. and, you know, women watching it. That's one thing. But you put those kind of commercials on every network, knowing that, the, you know, Nickelodeon doesn't have control of it, like I said, that's different. You know yeah. what I mean? Because how would mean 
how would they feel if their kids were seeing that earlier than they wanted to explain it to them? You know yeah. what I mean? So, I mean, but hey, when my son asks, I'm just going to tell him. Oh, you're four? You want to know what that is? All right. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Watch this video. <laughs> yeah. Google it. That's a good answer. Yeah. Just kidding. Don't do that. <laughs> it's just crazy. Very. I miss shows from back in the day, honestly. Not just for the... I mean, I don't know. It seemed like they didn't have to try so hard to be funny. Yeah. You ever notice that? Like, even with like, like Disney shows nowadays, they're so corny... Cause they're trying really they're hard. They're really trying. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. really stretching it. Not just Disney. I mean, any teenager, like teen nick, whatever. Yeah. They're really having to stretch, and it's really corny. Yeah. I mean, because I used to watch Drake and Josh back in the day. All right? I, mean, I, I know I say back in the day all the time. I'm sorry if that bugs any of our listeners. But when I used to watch Drake and Josh back when it was on, it didn't seem to me. Now, it, it could be to other people. I'm sure it is to other older people, blah, blah, blah. But... To me, it didn't seem as corny. Josh was over the top and corny. Yeah. But their acting wasn't so stretched. You know what I mean? Like, it was almost like they had a good enough chemistry and were good enough actors to where it really was a good show. Whereas nowadays, you have, like, these 10 and 12-year-olds that are just, they're just like, hey, we need y'all to be in this comedy, learn how to be funny. You know what I mean? And they're just not. It's not fun. It's not working out for them whatsoever. (laughs) Like when the Sweet Life of Zack and Cody first came out, it was lame. Yeah, very lame. As it progressed, and the boys, you know, the the brothers got older, more mature, learned how to, you know, learned on set while they were learn, you know, when they were younger, learning how yeah. to act better. You know what I'm saying? It got better, and it was way less cheesy later on in years. But I just, uh, I can't get into any like when my wife's little sister spends the night sometimes. Or we watch them over the weekends for so her uh, mom and stepdad can go on like a date or something. We'll be in there and she's like, oh, I want to watch this. I'm like, what is that? Like, well, I've never <laughs> even heard of that. What is that? She's like, oh, it's a show, you know, and it's about this and this and this. And I'm like, mm, well, we're going to watch this. <laughs> I'm not watching that stupid crap. So I'll turn it on. If I'm not going to be in there, I'll turn it on, let her watch whatever she wants, and as long as she's allowed to. And I'll, I'll sit back and I'll look at it and I'm just like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, kids actually think this is funny yeah like are we getting dumber you know what i mean like is it like now, idiocracy have you ever seen that movie now hold on Let, let's uh, let's take ourselves out of it for a second now you mentioned Drake and josh now <laughs> right. if we were to go back and watch all the old cartoons or old tv shows that we used to watch when we were around that age what do you we mean go back I do that currently. <laughs> okay, so do you watch Drake and Josh now? If it came on right now, yes, I do would watch it. Do you think that you would find some of the stuff to be corny? Because, I mean, th- there has to be some sort of debate here. We can't just both agree on the, everything. <laughs> so I'm going to try to argue the this side of it. So World you, peace, bro. So World peace. Why can't we just be happy <laughs> the whole podcast? Do you think if you would have went back and watched those shows today, that you wouldn't feel somewhat of the same feeling. Certain ones, Drake and Josh, no, because like I said, Drake. I mean, um, Josh was the corny one. Yeah. And that one, so some of the stuff he did, you could tell was acting. Yeah. You know, and some of the stuff they did was corny, but so, but I enjoyed that one. That one to me was not like they were stretching it. Now, a show that wasn't like that to me was the Lizzie McGuire show. I don't know if you ever watched yeah. that. It's kind of girly. I know I had an older sister. We kind of watched the same stuff. But Hilary Duff was, she was in that show. 
that one to me was way more corny, and I really, I really didn't enjoy it at the time. I had the hots for Hillary Duff, so I just watched it, yeah, because she was hot. But it was not a gr- it was not that great of a show. Yeah, and the movie came out. My sister was like, "Oh, so we got it, watched it. It, it was not good at all." But then that was around the same time as Drake and Josh, and it just. I mean, it, it really could just boil down to the writers and the actors yeah. that they chose. You know what I'm saying? So Drake Bell and Josh Peck just could have caught on better than other people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Hillary Duff and whoever else was in that show. I don't remember their names, but even Stevens. You remember even Stevens? Loved that show. That man. was a good show to me. Loved that, that show. Was, that was almost, to me, like Scrubs, like a kid's version of Scrubs yeah. without doctors. Like. I don't know. That that show to me did not seem stretched or forced. It seemed pretty natural. You know what yeah. I mean? Because, I mean, is a great actor. I mean, I know he gets a lot of hate and he's done some very questionable stuff, <laughs> but he's a great actor. Great I mean, you actor, can't take man. that away from him. And his sister, I don't remember her real name, but her name in the show was Wren, his older sister. Yeah. She was. She played in Cadet Kelly, yeah. another Disney movie, and some other stuff, but she was a good... And their parents... The dad, I don't know anything about their parents. I've seen her, I've seen the dad in that show and a bunch of stuff. I don't know his name. He's in a few commercials too. But there again, you've seen him and stuff. So, yeah. you know, all these other parents in these shows, like on Drake and Josh, I've never seen their parents no. in anything else other than that. So I think it's just if you get a good batch, then it turns out to be good content. Yeah. You know what I mean? So at the time, who they had, who they thought was great. Worked for the show, it finally ran out, you know, or whatever, and then it turned out, you know, they still made money, clearly. I mean, had more than one season, so they're doing something right. It just, to me, was not the greatest. So if there is a debate there, I guess it would be which ones of the which ones of the sitcoms that we watched was the on the corny side and which ones were decent to watch. Yeah, I mean, I guess that could be said, though, for the newer ones. Yeah. But I don't give a shit enough to put in the time to watch the newer ones. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of there with you, too. I just don't have time for that shit, man. I don't have time for a lot of stuff nowadays. Things have been crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I still... But then again, though I don't have time to try to watch these new sitcoms at night, literally every single night... I have that 70s show on Netflix, and I go to sleep with it playing, whether I've seen them a million times or not. But that's just your routine, though, because I'm the yeah, same way. That's great. <laughs> but, I mean, at that point in time, if you were to put something new on, you would kind of want to focus on it. and then if you... Which is exactly why I don't watch it at night. Exactly, yeah. Because yeah. I want to be able to focus on a new one. Like, I've been wanting to watch, what is that freaking show? I started Archer. Not Archer. I'm sorry, Arrow. I don't like Archer. No. Okay. Arrow. Yeah. When it first came out, I watched the first like three or four episodes, really into it. And then my schedule and I started working. I had a few weeks where I was working late, couldn't catch up, started on Netflix, fell asleep halfway through. The next night would be the same deal. And I'm like, all right, you know what? I don't have time. I haven't seen it since. (laughs) And it's just like, you know, I know I've seen that 70s show. I'm not kidding you. I've watched that 70s show all the way through more than 30 times. Yeah. Not even kidding. And I just still go back to it. And I think it's like at night, like you said, it's because I know I'm not going to miss anything because I've seen them. I yeah. literally, I could almost quote them word for word. But 
I just still sit there and watch. And even if I'm awake, if I if I can't sleep one night and they're going, I don't change it. Yeah. I just keep watching it. It's good TV. But yeah, I mean that's just how I feel about it. So I agree. I agree 100. percent I'm the same way with Friends. I've watched that show millions of times. <clears throat> Whenever me and Jessica are hanging out, and uh, we normally put Friends on, just having the background where we're both on our phones because that's what we do in this today's age. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I'll. I'll hear what they're saying, and I'll say like the next couple of lines, and then Jessica will be like, "What'd you just say?" And the TV will say, it. "She goes, you've seen the show too many times." <laughs> <laughs> That's how my wife feels about me and Waterboy. <laughs> It'll come on. I mean, I'm even like doing the music with my mouth and everything. Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, here we go. Can we watch something else?" I'm like, "Why you don't want to watch Waterboy? It's my favorite movie." And she's like, "No, because you're just gonna sit there and quote it the entire freaking movie." <laughs> well, well, you know, it is what it is. Go in the other room, woman. <laughs> no, nah. but anyway. So, guys, I guess that'll about wrap it up. So if you have any questions or concerns, comments, want to hear anything else or have any certain subjects, feel free to hit us up on Twitter and Instagram. I am Adam Collier 92 And I am Zach, Z-A-C-H-M-C-33 on Twitter and Instagram. Yep, and that is the end of this episode. So tune in next week and see what we pull out of the junk drawer.